Gimel Amud Bey, 16 lines from the bottom. There's a two dots there, Hamava Hever. In the Mishnah, on Daf Bey's, four Avos Nezikin, Shor bore the last two were Mave and Hever. Okay, asks the Gemara, my Mave. Machlokas Rav and Shmuel. Rav, whose name I circled last run a line here, and then Shmuel in the middle of the next line I also circled. Machlokas Rav and Shmuel. Rav says Mave is referring to Adam, a person who... Damages in Shmuel, who I circled on Ramava, Zeha Shane. That's referring to Shane, um, uh, that which an animal uh, eats, colon. Uh, each one of these two opinions is now going to bring a Pasuk which supports uh, them. Rav, who I know underlined on Marmava Adam, is referring to a, uh, a human being, a person who damages someone else. Dixiv, the Pasuk uh, says as follows Amar Shoimer says the the ultimate guard like Hashem, Asa Baikir Vagam Laila cometh the morning, also the night, im tivayun ba'ayu. So if you want to seek it out, uh seek it out, and basically a person is the one who seeks things out. So it's referring to a Adam, a person. Shmuel who underlined Amar, Mavish Shane is referring to uh, eating that an animal would do, that type of damage, uh, brings his pasuk, Eich, uh, nech pasu Esav, how did Esav uh, cover himself? Uh, nivu matzpunav. Um, and the pasuk is something about nivu, the, uh, the, the hidden things. Okay, that's the pasuk. Now that's pretty not clear as to how we see from that as the Shane. Uh, my mashma, so the Gemara asks, how, how do we see Shane, like eating from there? Well, the way that Rav Yosef translates that um, pasuk into Aramaic, we get an idea that it's talking maybe about the Shein. He says, "Ichtin is balish Esav." How uh, Esav has is um, balish is to to like destroy or to ransack is galin matzmerohi. Um, revealed has become the things that are normally uh, covered or hidden, and uh, tooth is something that, you know, mouth is closed, it's hidden, and uh, smile or open the mouth, and you see that it becomes revealed. That's why you know Shane. Now, we want to know why each one of these Amoyraim, Rav and Shmuel, didn't cite the other. For Rav, we underline, my time only Amar Kishmuel, that it was talking about Shane. Well, Amar Lach, Rav would tell you that the uh, Mishnah didn't use the correct term if it was talking about Shane. Mi Katani, did the Mishnah say Nive? It said Mave. It, it didn't say Nive, which is something that becomes exposed, which is what it should have said. Ushmol, we underlined, my time alarmaka Rav. Why didn't he like to go with the Rav approach that said it was Adam? Well, also sort of a grammatical point, Amar Lach. Uh, Shmuel would tell you, Mikatani, does the Mishnah use the term Boe? It doesn't use the term Mave. In other words, according to both opinions, the term the Mishnah used isn't exactly the term you would have uh, assumed that it should have used, in which case the Gemara sort of restates his question, Mikhti, cry the Psukim, the one from Yeshaya, the one from Ovadja, Lo Kemar Daiki is not like precisely like this opinion, Lo Kemar Daiki, not like the other one, it's like neither of them. In which case, let's put the question back on the table. Rav, my time alay Amr I put an A in the margin here, and um, on Amud Bey's, about halfway down, first word of line is Ula I put a B in the margin. So in this A approach, we're going to ask uh, first on 
Rav, we'll have an answer and we'll see what Shmuel holds. Rav, my time alay amarkish Shmuel. I would maybe double underline Rav over here. And then where we put the B on Dalad Amad Aleph, in the middle of that line it says Shmuel, I double underline that. So first we're going to ask Rav. Rav, my time why didn't you say like Shmuel did, that it's referring to Shane eating? Well, uh, here's why. Tana, um, I put this one word in right angles, Shore. Shore is uh, the word from our Mishnah. Uh, one of the Arba Avais Nazikin equals Vacholmili de Shore. Shore means Shane, Regel, and Karen. And that's why, since um, Shane was already listed, that Mava can't mean Shane. Okay, well, the Shmuel Nami, Hatanale Shore. Well, Shmuel also has the same first case in the mission of Shore, so what would he say to that? Well, Amar of Yehuda, I circled of Yehuda, I put a number one in the margin. On Daladam and Aleph, about 14 lines down, last word on the line is Rava. I put a number two in the margin. We'll have two approaches to answer this. Uh, well, uh, Shmuel uh, it, uh, says Shore is the first case. Doesn't Shore include uh, everything? Well, Amar of Yehuda, not really. Tana Shore, I put Shore in right angles, Lekarnoi, U Mave Lishinoi. Actually, Shore does not mean all the three types of damages a Shore could do of um, Regel, of Shane, and of Karen. It's just Karen when it says Shore. And Mava, when it says Mava, is just Shane, comma connector, Vahachi, Ka'amar. And I, um, let's see, I put a diamond around this, Lo Re'i HaKaren, and then I put another diamond in the first three words of Dalet Amad Aleph, Lo Re'i HaShane, and then about eight lines later, first word on the line is Ella Parachachi. I put a diamond around Lo Re'i HaKaren. And a line later, uh, last few words in line, Lo Re'i HaShane. And then about four lines later, last word on the line is Re'i. I put a diamond around Lo Re'i HaRegel. And then a line below that, first word on the line is Matsui. I put a diamond around Lo Re'i HaShane. We're going to change the Lo Re'is. Now, the um, Mishnah actually used the term Lo Ha'Re'i or Lo Re'i. But they basically mean the same thing. And when it compared Shore to Mavis, so now we're going to understand what does Shore mean, what does Mava mean. So Rav says Shore means Karen, Mava means Shane, and this is what it meant to say. So we put a right angle in, and it's almost a uh, about a three and a half line rereading of the mission. Now, now that we understand Shore actually means Karen and Mava means Shane. Well, Lo Re'iha Karen, or Lo Ha'Re'ha Karen, Lo Re'iha Karen, the nature of Karen is uh, that, that what is Karen? She'ain Hanala Hazekai. Uh, there's no, like, tummy benefit. It doesn't get a full stomach, um, as opposed, like, like eating does. Kari hashain, which, uh, uh, like the eating, sheyesh hanala hazeka, where there is a benefit for the damage that it caused. It damaged it by eating it, but now it's got a, a hana. And therefore, you wouldn't be able to um, know one if you told me the other. And also, lori hashain, uh, the nature of uh, Shane of eating something the animal does that would damages would be caused. Shane kavanas lahasik, where it doesn't have any intention, doesn't want to damage anything, just wants to eat. Kiri hakaren, as opposed to where it, where it's going into gore something and gore something where its intention was to damage. Okay, and that's the way we would understand it. Now the Gemara takes a step back and says, one second, uh, that doesn't make sense. For lav who wouldn't it be a kavachaymer? Colon ma Shane. If you're telling me that a person owns an animal and the animal goes and eats something, where the intention was not 
negative. He didn't want to damage anything. It's just the animal wanted to eat. And yet still the owner is Chayiv, comma, then Karen, which is like the animal intends to damage. And you got to take responsibility for your things. Where it has the intention to damage like Kol Shikain, that of course we would make the owner of the animal pay. Well, the Gemara attempts to reinstate that Karen still had to be written. It's Drich. You know why? Because I might have thought that there's actually a precedent for this. Midi dahave, that this would be similar to Eved Va'ama. If a person has a, uh, a male or female slave, Eved Va'ama. La Va'fal Gav. Is it not true that Dekavanas on Lahazik, even though they actually have intention to damage somebody else's thing, Afilu Hachi Pitiri, even though that's the case, the owner will be putter from having to pay. Hachanami, so it's over here, even though the animal wanted to do damage. There should be no difference, and the uh, person should be chayev to pay. The Gemara says, one second. When you're talking about an ama or a evit, those are human beings. Ama Ravashi, since they're human beings, it's an exception. So we're not going to reject that attempt to reinstate this. Atu evit va'ama, when it comes to a male or female slave, lav taima rabba ispahu, there's like a, a very good reason that we say that the owner will not be responsible for the uh, things that the evit rama does. You know why? Since shema yakni rabba, maybe they'll uh, be not on good terms, the master will get the uh, slave very uh, upset for whatever reason. You know what that slave's going to do? He'll go next door and burn down the neighbor's uh, uh, barn or literally his like uh, uh, stack of hay. The nimsa, and it could turn out that he could be very damaging to the master. It caused, you know, I don't know, $10,000 of damage every single day. That's why it's not chayva. That doesn't apply with a person's animal. Ella parichachi. I wrote about parichachi, hachi ka'amar. The way Giras of the Rashi is, the uh, second attempt, I guess this would probably be of Rav Yehuda, would go as follows. Put the right angles in. And it goes for, again, uh, about uh, two and a little, almost three lines. Uh, we already have pre-triangled here. Lo-ri-i-ha Karen. We're now explaining Shore and Mave as Karen and Shane. So Lo-ri-i-ha Karen, Shekava Nasilahasi. I only told you Karen, where like the animal has the intention of going to do damage. Kariha Shane, Shane Kavanasilahasik. It's not like uh, uh, where the animal just wanted to eat, where it didn't have negative uh, intentions, in, in which case maybe they're like the owner actually wouldn't be responsible. Like all the animals doing is eating, that's what animals do. Kama Valoriha Shane, Shesh Hanala Hazeko. Maybe though, if we just were told that there was um, a person who has an animal, the animal goes and eats, that the owner is responsible to pay, that's because like the, the stomach of the animal is now full. Kariha Karen, maybe that's not like Karen, Shane Hanala Hazeko. I mean, true to damage, but like it wasn't getting any benefit from it. And therefore, you had to tell me both, both Karen and Shane. The thing is, though, there's a third category. The Regel, my Shire? Well, what happened to Regel? If you're explaining that one of them means Shane, one of them means Karen, well, where's Regel? You know where Regel is included? When we get to the Mishnah, Daf Tes Amud Beis, and it uses this phrase, which is superfluous, but it uses the phrase, and when damage is done, the person responsible for the damage is liable. You know what that's coming to include, that phrase? Last week, that's coming to include Regel. Okay, so we have a phrase to include Regel. Well, the question is a very simple question. Why don't you just say Regel outright? Velisne, behedya. 
teach it outright. Like, just say regal. What are you, like, hinting to it? Ella, which brings us on to the Rava approach. I squiggle under the Ella, circled Rava. This is the second approach when we're trying to understand uh, Shmuel. Didn't it say uh, Shor? So um, Rava explains, Tana Shor Liragloi Umave Lashinoi. So now those two terms in the Mishnah. Shor was the first type of uh, Nezik mentioned Mava was the third. What Shor means is regel, the animal's walking over something in its normal way of walking and it, it crushes it or damages it. Mava is eating where uh, it eats something. The Haki Kamar, and this is the way uh, we would uh, understand the uh, Gemara. It's about, again, almost a three line understanding. Lo ha regel, because we're talking about regel now. When you say Shor, we mean regel. She hezeka matsui. The animal's always walking. That's a very common type of uh, potential damage. Kiriya shane, like uh, the animal eating something, shane has ekamatsu, not as common. So if you just told me one that's regal, I would have thought, well, that's very common. Maybe not for shane. As opposed, uh, the other way, kama, the low. Shane, if we only would have been told that the animal is high for eating something, that's shishan ala because now the animal has a full tummy. Kiriha regal, that might not be like regal. Shane hana ala zeka. That wasn't getting any benefit. Like, it walked over something, but it didn't benefit from it. Okay, so uh, the term shore and the term mave would actually mean regel and shane, but there was a third category, the karen mai. What about karen? That's the uh, goring, uh, question mark, comma, shire? Uh, is it just like excluded and left out? No, it isn't, because when we get to the Mishnah, Duff Test Summit Bays, uh, three words in right angles, that phrase is la suye, karen. Well, we tried this whole approach, and then the question we asked over there, same we'll ask over here for listening to Hedja. Well, one second, if Karen is a full-fledged type of uh, damage, should have just taught it outright. Oh, you know why I didn't teach it outright? Because the da- the list of damages that were being listed off in our Mishnah, Daf Beis, were b'mu'adin mitzchilasan kamayri. The types of damages were, from the onset, you can, had, had to assume that your animal would... Um, possibly do those things. It could eat someone else's stuff. It could walk on somebody else's things. But the goring issue, which actually an animal starts out as a tom, the, the, the status quo assumption is that an animal, if you don't know better, is a tom, and only then becomes a muad lo kamari that was not being dealt with in our Mishnah, and that's why it was only the phrase of Kishihizich and the Mishnah Duff test that is coming to include Karen. That's all the Rav approach. Shmuel, we uh, noted Shmuel's name. This is the B approach. My taima loy amar ke Rav. So that was all, excuse me, that was all the Shmuel approach because we asked on Rav and then went back on Shmuel. Now we're going to see Rav's approach. So but before we even get to that, okay, fine, we have Shmuel's approach. Why didn't he say like Rav that Mava actually means a person? Uh, well, Amar Lach, Shmuel would tell you, Isakadaitach, that what Mava means is Adam, means like a human being damaging something else. Ha. Kitani Seifa. You wouldn't need that, because if you read later, this is the Mishnah coming up on Daf Tes Vav, here's a quote from it, goes a line, the Mishnah is listing off uh, things that a uh, person is responsible for the damage of, Shor Hamuad, Vishor Hamazik Barishus Hanizak, Veha Adam, I double line the new line, Veha Adam, we, we mentioned a person damaging. Okay, well then the Gemara asks, Ovelisni Beresha, well then Adam should have been mentioned like earlier in the Mishnah Daf Bays. Well, 
Yes. However, the Mishnah of Beis wasn't dealing with a person. Benizke Mamoin Kamairi. The Mishnah of Beis is talking about different damages that a person's assets or animals could cause. Benizke Gufoi, but damage that he himself might cause. Lo Kamairi wasn't being dealt with in the Mishnah of Beis. Well, the Rav Nami, Haketani Adam Beseifa, well, go back to Rav. Rav did say that. The Mishnah on Dafbez is dealing with Adam, but but why? It mentions Adam later on in the Mishnah. Why would it mention Adam here? Amalach Rav. So Rav would tell you that that Adam, which is mentioned later on in Andaf Tesvav, Hahu le Machshave Bahade Muadin, who de Asa was to list it off with things that are Muad. Okay, Kama Umai Loi Hare. Uh, when we said lo hare zekerize and lo re zekerize, haki kamar. And this is now Shmuel's rereading. I would put a diamond around the first three words of this line, lo re hashor, and then a diamond around the last three words of the next line, lo re adam. So the way that um, Rav is explaining it is that uh, the, the first category of. Uh, Shor refers to all of the damages, and the second category of Adam refers to a person. So, lo re'iha shor, what's the nature of shor? Shemeshalem es ha-kofer. It pays sometimes a kofer payment. Kit re'iha adam, that's not like an adam. She'en meshalem es ha-kofer. A person will never have to pay a kofer. Kama, v'lo re'iha adam, put a diamond around that. Shechayev ba'arba dvarim, a person has a whole slew of other things that it has to uh, pay for. Uh, it has to pay for uh, tsar, ripui, sheves, boishas, a pain which the uh, person might have experienced, and doctor bills, and unemployment, and, and embarrassment. Kiri hashor, shein by arbat varm, as opposed to hashor, which does not have those, uh, those issues related to damages that it does. Kama. The Mishnah said, uh, so this is a question that the Gemara is asking on the Rav approach, um, who had said that shore means all things involved with the shore. It would be Karen, it would be Shane, it would be Regel. How can you say that uh, Karen, it's the way, it's like the normal way of every animal to damage like that. So let's quote the uh, Mishnah now. Hatsad ha-shava shabahen, between Adam and everything that a shore might do, should darkan lahazik. It's normal for it to damage, which it might be regel and shane, and a per- and, but how can you say that by uh, Karen of a uh, animal, v'chi shore. I wrote above that Karen, specifically the Karen type of damage. Darkan lahazik, that's normal for it to do? So the Gemara answers, yeah, because we're talking about an animal that is a muad. It had already been warned and already had previous experiences goring. Well, umuad, darkoi lahazik, it's its way to damage? Well, yeah, kevan de'i ya'ed orchehu. In other words, it might not have been like that, but once it's warned enough times and, and it, it, it gores, uh, it, it becomes its normal way. Well, now another question. Adam, well, the other thing on the list, Darker lahazik is the normal way of a regular person to go around damaging things? No. So the Gemara answers, well, there's two types of persons. A person who's awake and there's a person who's asleep. And we're talking about a yash and a person who is sleeping. Okay, why? Just because a person's sleeping, he'll damage things? I would think that's like less possible uh, to happen. Yash and darker lahazik, question mark? 
And we answer, yeah, when he's sleeping, he rolls around and uh, let's say there's a, a valuable vase, uh, you know, not the end table, you could knock it over and, and ruin it. Kevan de Kayef Uposhet, since he's constantly like uh, bending his limbs and straightening out his limbs, or who it is the normal way for somebody who's sleeping, if there's anything near him, to, uh, to damage it. Period. The uh, quote from the Mishnah also had used this phrase, Ushmirasan, double underline the Nun Sofi, Alecha. And the responsibility to watch these things is upon you. Okay, well, if we're saying that the Adam is one of the things, Adam, you don't have to, but a person doesn't have to watch Shmiras on the, the, the responsibility of them. Shmiras Gufai, Alavu, he has to watch himself. Well, says the Gemara, turning around and like uh, Rav would ask back on Shmuel, Uletamich. Well, according to that reasoning, Hadetani Karna, the following Tanaic uh, source that was taught by Karna, goes for the rest of the line. We box it off. Arba Avois Nazikin, the Adam Echad Mehen, and he says straight out that um, uh, Adam, a person who damages, is one of them. Uh, ask the Gemara, Adam, Shmiras Gufai. Alavu, he, he has to uh, watch himself, not Shmirasan, that it's, it implies that someone else is in charge of watching something. This is the person that's watching himself. Ella, Kid'amra like Rebavo had said to the one who had said over that brisa two lines ago, Tni, what you should add in, said Rebavo to that brisa sayer over is, Adam, Shmiras, Gufoy, Alav, Kama, Hachanami, so too over here. Tzni, just understand it as though it says, four words in right angles, Adam, Shmiras Gufoylav, the person has a responsibility to watch himself. Mask, if I put a triangle around this mask, if three lines later, last word in the line is Rav, a few words before that is mask, if there's another triangle. So we have a series of maskifs. The first is brought to us by Rav Murray, the second by Rav Zvid. Maskif la Rav Murray, Ve'ema, here's a suggestion, maybe Mava means Mayim. Making him talk about damage with water, like someone spills water out into the public area and someone else uh, trips or, or their uh, clothes fall into and get all dirty. Well, Kedixiv, as we see the Pasuk that um, Mava is in the context of water, like the Pasuk says in Yeshaya Kikdayach Eish Hamasim, like fire burns the things that Names uh, is like that are, uh, could melt. Mayim Tiv Eish, water. Um, will cause to bubble, will, will be caused to bubble, like ba, ba, um, um, eish, uh, by a uh, fire. So you see, uh, water is uh, uh, the, the, the sharish uh, ba'a. So the Gemara says, one second, Miksiv, does the Pasuk say, which it doesn't, but does it say, Mayim Niv'u? Now, Mayim by definition, even though it's singular, it's always a plural word. It's Yud Mem at the end. Niv'u is if the bubbling was coming to qualify the Mayim. What it does say, though, is Tiv'e'eish So the Tiv'e is more going on the fire as opposed to the water. Okay, now this is probably going off the answer we just gave, Maskif Zvid. Okay, so then maybe one I'd say ve'ema mava is eish. Maybe that's referring to fire. That's one of the arbavs nazikin. Mava would be eish. Dechik siv, for when the pasuk that we just quoted says the word, one word in quotation marks, tive, comma connector, but eish who dechsiv. Maybe it's referring to uh, qualifying the fire, and uh, maybe mava is fire. Well, says the Gemara, if that was the case, that the mava term on the first line of the Mishnah, Daf Beis Amud, 
Aleph is fire, then my, what was the next word after that? Two words in right angles here. Hever. We were explaining Hever as being Eish. Well, if you're saying Mave is Eish, then what's this Hever? And if you want to try to say, well, you know what the mission is doing? Perushi Kamefarish. There's Shore, Bor, and Mave. And what's Mave? It's Hever. And it's basically just explaining itself. Well, then Ihachi, that doesn't make sense because the whole Mishnah started off with the term, there are four types of damage. Shorbor, Mave, and Hever. If that's the case, then Arba, I put Arba in right angles, Shloishahav was actually only three. Vechitim, if you'll try to say, well, Tana, Shor, Deispeitarti, well, it was actually teaching the case of Shor, and Shor maybe has two different types of Avais in it, well then, Ihachi, if it's going to have two different types, then how do you understand the Mishnah when the Mishnah said, Lo Ruach Chaim. That has to be alive. Now that refers to a person or an animal, but Eish, if you're saying it refers to fire, my Ruach Chaim Ispe. There's no life to, there's no, 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 no spirit. It's not like a, a dog or a cow or a person. Visu, my Kareya Eish. And then what would we mean is like the Kareya Eish, but we said this is Eish. So we're basically left with the machlokas between Rav and Shmuel. And um, Shmuel would say that Shore in the Mishnah means Regel and Mave is Shane. And Rav would say that Shore is all three. It's uh, Karen, Regel, and Shane. And Mave would mean Adam. Tani Ravaishia, he circled Ravaishia. And um, ooh, about 10 lines before the bottom, first word of line is Mamela, then says Tani Ravchia, I circled Ravchia. We're going to have two braces that the Gemara is going to bring now. We'll do the first today. We'll save the second for the next year. But let's see. The, the Rav Oisha Brice says there's actually not four Avos Nazikin, there's 13 Avos Nazikin. And then uh, Rav Chia is going to say there's 24 Avais Nazikin. So let's see the Rav Aisha, Raisa, Tani Rav Aisha, Rav Aisha taught the following Tanaic source. It goes for about three lines. And here it is. Shloisha Asar Avais Nazikin. There's 13 prime categories of Nazikin. And let's number them off. Number one, Shomer Chinam. Number two, Ashol. Number three, Noisis Sar. Number four, Hasoicher. Number five, Nezik. Six, Sar. Seven, Ripui. Eight, Sheves. Nine, Boishas. And then I put uh, above this one, 10 through 13, is the Arba de Masnison. Those would be the four that we had in our Mishnah. Shor, Bor, Mava, and Heather. How many is that? Ha, Tlesar. Okay, that would be 13. Let's go over each one of them. There's 13 types of Nezin. Now, this is certainly coming to include Nezik. I guess that's done by a uh, person. So a person who's a Shemer Chinam, uh, He's, uh, his responsibility level is even uh, things that he is um, negligent in, he would be responsible to pay for. I mean, he's doing a favor to the guy, but if he's negligent and then something happens, he's responsible. Shoyel, uh, if he borrows from someone else, then he's basically chayev for everything, even Oinsimi on his control. Like, uh, you're the borrower, you're ultimately responsible for basically everything. Then there's the Noiseschar, the one who is watching it, but he's getting paid for that, or Seicher, he's using somebody else's thing, but he's paying the person. Those are Chayim and Veda, and all the more so in Pshia. Now, all those are actually written, Mefurish, in the Psukim, and that's what it takes to be an Av, as we know from Daf Beis. Nezek, Sa'ar, Ripui, uh, Shevis, and Baishis are the five damages. If a person damages his friend, uh, that which is a depreciation, that's the Nezek, Tsar, 
is the uh, pain involved, uh, however we assess that, Ripu is the doctor bills, Shevis is the unemployment, Baishas is the embarrassment caused, and then the four of uh, our Mishnah. Okay, that's the end of the Brisa. Why did the author of our Mishnah not include these? Vitana Didan, our Mishnah, Daf Be'ez Amad Aleph, Mai Tamalitani Hani, why didn't it list off all of these things? So, now remember, we have the Rav approach and the Shmuel approach, Bishlama Shmuel, who said that Mave of our Mishnah and Daf Beis means Shane, then the things that are being listed off in our Mishnah, Benizke, Mama and Kamari, that's damages that are caused by a person's things, like his animal. However, Benizke, Gufai, damage that can be caused by the person himself, Lo Kamari, that's not being dealt with in the Mishnah and Daf Beis, and that's why all of these other things, which are all damages that a person does to someone else, is not listed. Ella le Rav, according to Rav, who said that Miva of the Mishnah Daf Beis means Adam, so we are talking about a person, listening, then all these other things should also have been listed in our Mishnah. Well, they actually are, because the Gemara answers now that according to this, Tana, the author of our Mishnah Daf Beis, taught Adam, when it meant Adam, Mava means Adam, and any type of damages that an Adam could bring about. Okay, Ula uh, well, Ravoshia, why are you listing these things all off? Nami hatanile Adam. According to Ravoshia, at least according to within Rav, who says that Mav is Adam, we already mentioned Adam. Why do you have to be so specific about all these types of different damages? Well, that's exactly the point. It says Ravoshia, Trey, Gavni, Adam. There's two sort of major categories that we could put a person and his responsibility or liability for things into. Colon. Tana Adam, the Azik Adam, his brisa is if it's a person who's doing damage to another person, which all those are. All the shimrim and all the, the damages of a person to a person. Kama Vitana, and our Mishnah was talking about Adam, but an Adam that caused damage to the Azik, sure, another animal. Well, asked the Gemara, if that's the case, sure, Nami, when it comes to a Ox. Why don't we say there's two main categories of damage that an ox can do? Listen, tray, gavni, shore, colon, listen, a shore, that's Azik another shore, and listen, a shore, an animal, that's Azik and Adam. If you're going to have two different categories for Adam, you should have two different categories for shore. The Gemara says, hold on one second. Hi, my. Let's take a look at this carefully. Like, how exactly would you differentiate? Bishlam, I squiggle around the Bishlam. Two lines later, in the middle of the line is an Ella, and I squiggle around the Ella. So, Bishlam, when you have Adam, and we said there's an Adam that damages an animal, or an Adam that damages another Adam. Bishlama Adam, underline Adam, da'azik, sure. If a person has damage to somebody else's ox, nezek, I put the nezek in a phrase marking, who demishalim, what does he have to pay? Whatever the damages were. As opposed to, common, this is why it had to be a separate list, Adam, we underline Adam, Da'azik Adam, who damages another person, well, there's another additional four things you have to worry about. The the, the Tsar, the Ripui, the Shevis, and the Bosh, the Mishalim has to pay those additional four things. So it makes sense why there'd be two main categories of Adam. Adam that damages an animal, just has to pay Nezik. Adam that damages another Adam, has to pay an additional four things. Ella, when it comes to a shore, Mali, shore to Azik shore, is there any difference between a shore that damages another shore has to pay the nezek? Mali shore dazik adam or shore that damages a person really has to pay the nezek, edvid, nezek and only nezek, who demishalim, comma. Veha, but one second. The brisa up above, here's a one line quote from it, did list off a shaymer chinam, shayel, noiseschar, vehasaycher. 
the Adam, that's the case of a person, the Azik, that either directly or indirectly through the negligence, uh, a shore, who? Vikatani, and yet that was taught. Why, why would that be taught in Ravashi's Brisa if it's the Adam that's Azik Ashur is only uh, supposed to be mentioned in the first uh, takes verse in our Mishnah Daf Beis? Well, answers the Gemara, and with this we will conclude. This is sort of like a new explanation. If there was an Ella here, we would underline it, but there is no Ella. So the Mishnah, Tzni Hezeka Debe Yadayim. The Mishnah was talking about, if indeed it is an Adam, it's an Adam that damages the shore directly. Whereas Kama, the Rav Oishia Brisa, about 15 lines ago, was also an Adam that would damage a shore, an animal. The Ketanya Rav Oishia Brisa is Hezeka de Memela. If you're watching somebody else's cow and it accidentally gets stolen, that's not directly damaging it. That was an indirect damage, and that is what it was referring to. Adkan.